Welcome to the Industry Insider, brought to you by Promo Corner. Each week, promotional product professionals Meg Erber, Jeff Franklin, and Stephen McFadden, along with special guests, will discuss industry news, trends, and events with a focus on educating the promotional products industry. The Industry Insider, the nerdy news you need to know. Oh, boy, we are back at it. We are live. My name is Jeff Franklin, the National Accounts Manager with Headwear USA, and I'm joined today by uh, four other lovely folks uh, in, in four different screens here. But uh, we just want to want to put this out there. You know, this incredible broadcast that you're tuning into is brought to you by our good friends over at Tervis. Tervis has been around since 1946, and they're celebrating 75 years in business, and they started with their classic line. They've got sleek styles that make perfect for the active and on-the-go lifestyle. They've got the original double-wall insulated drinkware that keeps your cold drinks cold and reduces condensation, and they're backed by a made-for-life guarantee, which is awesome. Uh, Tervis is the original dust, uh, original double-wall insulated drinkware that keeps your hot drinks hot or your cold drinks cold, and they're available in several sizes, including a 16-ounce mug, 16- or 24-ounce tumbler, and a 24-ounce water bottle. Uh, made from Triton plastic, made in America, lifetime warranty, dishwasher, and microwave safe, and they're BPA-free. So go check them out at TervisPromos.com. Tell them the industry insider sent you. Uh, why don't we say hi to Meg Erber today? Meg, how are you doing? I see your background's a little bit different. There's a little bit more lighting in your room, which is nice, although it is still overcast today, so we're struggling a little bit, but how, how the hell are you today? Good. I Over the weekend, I was just looking at my office, and it had become like a the room that everybody just shoves things into so they don't have to look at it, and that's their way of cleaning. So I just cleaned it out completely. I, re I moved everything around, tried to make it look a little new and clean. So yeah, I'm feeling it. I like it. Very, very cool. Right here. What, what is that over your, uh, your right? I'm assuming it's your right shoulder, the this other one? shoulder. No, the this other one. Yep. That, that little white bag there. What's that? This is some delicious Foley coffee that we have from oh. our delicious looking guests down there. <laughs> looking forward to She's talking about Ellie, by the way. Not, not Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Stephen McFadden, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm uh I've I've uh have not had any coffee this morning because I have I, delayed as well, but guess what? Uh -oh. We're we're about to uh we're about to indulge. I might be fighting a headache, I'm caffeine deprived, so like this is this is this podcast need to be moved up, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah, we probably should have pre-recorded this at like I don't know, eight AM. You guys maybe. are noon, right? <laughs> it is noon for us, yes. So uh well, that voice you heard was uh, was Ellie Bath and joined by her son, Rob. And uh, why don't you guys say hello? First of all, it is customary for us to give our special guest a good three to four minutes to introduce yourself. So why don't you guys go one at a time here and just introduce yourself and how you got started in the promotional products industry or the industry that you're in. And uh, we'll go from there. All right. I'm Ellie. I'm Rob's mom. Um, I was a, I own Logo Jojo. <laughs> This is the first time we've done this together. So you know that's what the podcast guests are most interested in. That's what you did. You're right. Okay, all right, all right. Um, so I was a distributor for 17 years, and when uh oh geez, people are interacting. Right, keep it okay, going, trying not to look going. at the comments. Okay, so I was a distributor for 17 years, COVID hit, I was ready for a change, sold my half in the distributorship and knew that there really wasn't any high-end specialty coffee in the industry. I mean, there's coffee, but it's not roasted to order like ours. It's um, small batch. It's Rob's 
you know, Folly Coffee, coincidentally, he owns Folly Coffee. And so I decided to start Logo Jojo and he's my coffee vendor. So I, I don't work with him or for him because we'd probably kill each other. But um, I work with his head roaster and he uh, he does all the coffee for us. And so we do custom label. We do 12 ounce and four ounce packages that's fresh. We roast it as soon as we get the order. There you go, Stephen. You guys all have your own little packs there. And uh, yeah. And uh, so. Smelling good, Rob. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So take it from yeah, here. Yeah. So I launched Folly Coffee in January 2018. Uh, in my former life, I was a beer salesman, became wildly obsessed with craft beer. This led to a session with food. And then a co worker of mine introduced me to specialty coffee. Uh, he pointed me towards a, a really great roaster. And after that first cup, I was tasting things I'd never tasted before. And I had to know everything about why. Why does it taste like this? Why is this coffee so much better and different than what I was used to and what most people probably drink it, like your national chain kind of coffee roasters and coffee shops? Uh, so after a few years of just this growing obsession, I ended up quitting my job, moving back home and launching Folly Coffee with the idea of roasting really high-end single-origin coffee but without the typical pretentiousness you might find in the industry. I kind of understand that I look like kind of your basic bro. So when I walk into your standard like high-end specialty coffee shop, they might say, this is not somebody that's going to be very interested in what we're doing. And I didn't like that experience. So uh, we launched January of 2018, focusing on working with farms that are uh, growing really high quality coffees that we're trying to highlight the natural flavors present in the coffee. So our coffees are never roasted too dark. And that's why you're not going to get the bitterness or that typical finish that you might expect in a typical cup of coffee because we're roasting it to bring out those natural flavors. Our head roaster, his name is Jeff, or as most people call him these days, Folly Jeff. Uh, he's a top 15 coffee taster in the country. He's a certified Q grader, which is kind of like your coffee equivalent of a wine sommelier. And our whole goal with Folly is to introduce as many people as possible to just really great high quality coffee. That is awesome. Well, I've been smelling it long enough, and I'm I, I like Stephen, am very deprived. So we are going to uh, be doing a, an awesome pour over. Uh, now, Ellie, uh, she was kind enough to send us a uh, a pour over video that you did on YouTube. So I'm gonna, I know you're gonna walk us through it, but uh, I'm sure you know some of us being as coffee deprived as we are at noon today will be uh, a little bit behind. Uh, but is there anything that you guys want to cover before we get into that, or should we do that now and then and then talk uh, logo JoJo uh, while we're, you know, taking in the lovely sense of okay. the coffee? Can I take this one? Yeah. All right. So uh, once my mom sold her half in her previous business, she approached me and was like, "Hey, I'm noticing there's not a lot of great coffee in this industry, in the promotional products industry. I'm thinking about." potentially <laughs> launching high-end coffee would you be open to you know we would use folly coffee and uh, you know you hear the family business horror stories i'm like i'm like uh you know uh i think if we can set this up first of all jeff is going to be your contact point uh that that's like the, the 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 first solve of this thing but the reason the idea was so appealing to me is through our first four years in business i got multiple requests from people Hey, I need a thousand bags, but I need them four ounce or, you know, I need them to be customized for us. Do you do that? And when you're a small business and someone's ordering a lot of coffee or smaller quantities, even 25, 50, 100 bags, you're going, God, I wish we could do this, but I don't want to do it because I don't think I can do it at the level that we would be happy with. And so we have to turn down these amazing opportunities. 
And then I, I began to look back on it and you kind of notice, oh, the reason this is happening is because people who appreciate great coffee, there's not really a great offering in the industry for fully customized options. I'm not, I'm hoping the laughing is not at the comments and it's not no, what I'm no, the comments have been going off since we, you guys hopped on and I'm just laughing because they're amazing. Yeah. That's all. Okay. Yeah. This is affirming for me, though, for him to see these comments. So keep them coming. Well, because I'm talking, I'm not actually reading the comments, but anyway, I'll look back on them. Uh, it's just stuff about how amazing I am. So keep going. It's pretty much, that's pretty yeah. much all it is. It's how amazing she is. All yeah, right. Rob, basically, the the, you, you, and thanks for stopping by. I'm pretty sure yeah. it's what everyone's saying. Yeah. You, you being the common bro, everybody's just letting you know that your mom is apparently a rock star in the promo industry. So, uh, yeah. yeah, well, that's actually a great segue because. I, you look at it and go, she's got 15 years experience in the industry. We've got the coffee. So if you can combine this experience with our focus on the coffee, it was a partnership that made a ton of sense. And it's reflected in kind of the reception at, that people have had about Logo Jojo, which is really exciting to see that from the coffee side, it's exciting to see people have it and say, this really is good. This really is different. It's better than what I'm used to drinking along with the customizable options to be able to fit it with what people are looking for within the promotional products industry. Very cool. Well, I don't know if Brendan is watching, but Brendan, there was a comment that came in here uh, from Rich that I just popped up there. He says, uh, bummer, no YouTube. So uh, everything should be live on YouTube as well, Rich. Not sure, Brendan, maybe you can look into that and confirm, but uh, just trying to, to do so, some house cleaning for you guys. But uh, yeah, tons of, uh, tons of great comments coming in still. So uh, we'll continue to pop those up as they come in. But uh, do we want to get into the pour over? I know you Javier. Know, I need to the, the, part of the screen with the comments. Eyes up here, mom. Eyes up here. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm well, Javier did mention, I'll, I'll pop it back up one more time. Javier mentioned this has got to be one of the most caffeinated episodes of Industry Insider, right? And that's just not the case. Like I said. Not we've yet. Been, we've, been, yes. we've been depriving ourselves of coffee this morning to make sure we can drink another cup today. It's I'm not going to lie. While you guys were talking, I ate, I ate a whole bean. I just, I was like, I got to get some caffeine in me. I just popped a whole bean in. And who needs, a, who needs a grinder when you can just chew it, right? Uh, yeah. So it sounds like I, we can probably get the coffee course. roll in there, right? <laughs> it sounds like Let's not do a bad it. idea. Guys, okay, so before we start, does everyone here have a scale? Not okay, one in gram. I figured you wouldn't. I'm going to be using a scale. But if you follow along with me, you'll kind of notice that the scale is not necessary because we're going to use the ratios that you're going to fill a 12 ounce cup. So the goal here is that we're going to finish with a 12 ounce cup of coffee. So as you're pouring your water, you just want to keep that in mind that as it's filling, don't fill too much so that your cup overflows. Does that make sense? Makes perfect sense. <laughs> all right. I'm going to have you. Now, Rob, you did get a comment here. Just, just so you know, they're not all about your mom. This one's for you. Mandy Rudd, our yeah. good friend. Says, Great I'm the promo nerd. He's the coffee nerd. All right. So. We've got kind of your ideal pour over coffee set up here in a perfect world. What you've got is a scale, your pour over setup with the filter in place, some great classic Joe from logo Jojo. Uh, and we're going to go through step by step on what it takes to make a great cup of coffee. I'm going to move this up just a bit here. So the first step is you're going to want to make sure you have water just off boil as close as possible to that water being boiling is uh, is ideal. The first thing you're going to want to do is with that filter in place, all you're going to do is pour just enough water to get the entirety of the filter wet. And the reason we're doing this is because you don't want those papery flavors to come through in the coffee. So you notice all I did was a quick pour 
that's going to get the filter wet. It's also going to make it so that the coffee doesn't soak back up into there. After that's done, this is a key step. And I'm curious to see how everybody's going to do this right now. Get rid of that hot water that's in the cup so it doesn't water down the final cup. Just drink it. I was waiting for somebody to throw some coffee over their shoulder. I was going to. I, was I, just going poured, to. I poured it back into the mug that's holding my, my hot water. There's water on my desk. <laughs> oh. So I, I picked up this, uh, this, this, this great pour-over device off of the cup to pour the water into the thing. No, you Not didn't. expecting the water to run through. <laughs> so, I need coffee. Help. Amateur hour over here. So the amount of coffee, I feel like I got to like be down here for the video part. So the amount of coffee you're going to want is 20 grams. Now, oh, if you don't easily. have a scale, yeah. that's going to be about two, two and a half, uh, two to three tablespoons of coffee beans. And you're going to want that's those to be right. heaping scoops. I always like to go with three because I think it's better to have stronger coffee than weaker coffee. So I already pre-ground our coffee, but the consistency you're looking for if you have an adjustable grinder is coffee that's medium fine, which is gonna be like fine grains of salt. So if you go to a restaurant, they've got the salt shaker out there, you're gonna be, you want that's them good. to be slightly larger than your typical salt. As Steven said earlier, a nice medium. Nice yeah, medium nice grind. Medium. You can kind of All see, right. there's, you can kind of see the, the grains. It's not a powder, it's not an espresso grind. It's gonna be that medium fine there. There we go. Next okay. step here, you're going to pour that into the pour over filter. I'm nervous. Yeah. Go part. ahead after the uh, coffee. Uh, no water coffee yet, man. Into yeah. the filter. Uh, after that, give it a nice shake to level out the grounds. And uh, is this when I put the hole in the bottom of the filter? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to adjust the camera for this next step so that you can kind of see a couple things I'm going to reference as I'm pouring the coffee. The first step, all you're trying to do is saturate the grounds. So you're going to do a quick pour just to make sure that all the coffee grounds are fully saturated and you're going to let it rest for 30 seconds. Now I've got a scale so I can measure out the, the proper ratio, but if you don't have a scale at the end, just make sure you've got 12 ounces roughly in your mug. So this first pour, all I'm doing is I'm going to saturate the ground so that they're all wet and let it rest. You'll notice right away that this kind of foam forms this light colored foam that's a sign that you have fresh coffee it means that it's freshly roasted and the reason you let it rest for 30 seconds at this point is because we're letting the co2 that's naturally in those beans uh expel so that it doesn't affect the flavor of the coffee in the end it's going to be subtle but for somebody with a really good palate they're going to notice if you've let it bloom or not uh so as i'm going i'm gonna let this rest 30 seconds any questions so far as we wait for another 20 seconds? So yes, actually, not really a question, but I know we talked about this pre-show, how Jeff wanted to cheat and throw in some syrup. I also am a cheater, not because the coffee isn't good, but because I am a junkie and I use um, a frother. So mm -hmm. would you be mad if I froth my cream while we were waiting? <laughs> no, absolutely not. It's That's one of the things about coffee. If it's If you should make coffee how it tastes best to you. But it's like when you're cooking with anything, if you use bad ingredients, no matter what you add into that, it's not going to be as good as if you started with a great ingredient. And that's how I see coffee, even if you add cream and sugar, is if the coffee tastes better, even if you're adding things to it, it's still going to taste better than if you use kind of like bitter or cheaper coffee that's not going to have all the different nuances of a really great coffee. 
So that was over 30 seconds, but no worries. I'm going to push this down. So this step is called the bloom. When you yeah. add the water at this point, you're going to notice a foaming of the beans. And this is because of the freshness of the coffee. So as I pour this, you'll notice that it kind of expands a bit. Pour it so it fills about to the top of this, uh, of this brewer. Don't want to pour too much so it starts leaking over the sides. You'll notice the coffee drains through. As it's going through, once the level of that water gets towards the bottom, you're going to pour again. Get some, some, some ASMR, ASMR yeah, coffee. <laughs> what? Some so, ASMR. You can hear the coffee dripping into the pot. So or fill it coffee. once more to the top of that brewer. And then the last pour is going to be a really quick pour, and that's going to get us to that 12 ounces. <laughs> smells so good. <laughs> like hints of dark chocolate. And then for this final pour here, it's just going to be a really quick pour that's going to get you to the proper ratio just to saturate the final grounds here. Amelia, I am because I didn't measure out the water in my pot. I just filled it up. So I have no idea how much 12 ounces really is. So I'm waiting for it to overflow. <laughs> when in doubt, you can always lift this up as it's brewing to be like, oh, okay, there you okay. go. This cup is about that full. If this I just stuff. used my the Keurig and did a 12 ounce water pour. Yeah. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I didn't have my scale point. with me. I, so I think it's a 10 ounce mug, 12 ounce mug. I hope it's a 12 ounce mug. Jessica, if you guys do actually do follow up attempts for these videos, you got to make sure that you share them in the comments. Yes. All right. We, we yeah. want to see those as well. And then. A couple, a couple kind of pointers. So uh, our copy is now drained through. Uh, a couple pointers as we're going. Is that grinder right here? Yeah. Is one of the biggest things I recommend people if they want to up their home coffee game is your type of grinder. Now it sounds like Jeff has a conical burr uh, grinder at home. I noticed that Stephen had a blade grinder. You can make make pretty dang good coffee with a blade grinder. You know, it's got the the blade going around, and that basically what's that is doing is that's like a blade that's randomly cutting coffee until it's ground. What a conical burr grinder does, this particular one's the Barazza Encore. A conical burr grinder is two flat burrs that are a certain distance apart. And as you adjust them, that's why the grind size is going to be larger or smaller. So the only coffee that's going to be allowed through is coffee that's ground to a specific size. The reason this is important for something like pour over is this particular cup I noticed brewed a little faster than I want. So I'd anticipate this cup would be a little bit lighter in taste. If you want it to be stronger in taste, I'd go a finer grind. It would take longer and you get a stronger profile. So that's why a lot of people like pour over coffee is because with a brewer, you kind of let, let it do the work. But with this and an adjustable grinder, you can kind of adjust how you want the coffee to taste. Could you pour the coffee back into a device and back over like a twice, a twice brew? <laughs> if you brewed it properly, you, you can't because... <laughs> Uh, extraction is what you're looking from from coffee grounds. So the reason you use hot water to extract Jeff coffee appalled by is, that question. is when it's, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's nice to meet you all. I'm gonna go. This is too much. Uh, but, but, I mean, you know, hey, you came from you came from the beer industry, so you know, look, you can you can twice hop something or or whatever. No, it's it's not know, a like, bad question to be honest. The reason it wouldn't work is because if you've properly brewed a cup of coffee, you got full extraction from the beans, and then if you sent coffee through again. 
that copy, the total dissolved solids within that copy are going to exceed what you could extract out of more copy. Now, if it was it. under extracted, so if, like this cup, maybe it's a little under extracted. If I put it through again, you might get a slightly stronger flavor, but I would just recommend not doing that in general. But that's why you see people Easy. doing a shot of espresso in their coffee. A lot of people call that a red eye. They, they do that because they go, I want a really strong cup of coffee. So red eye is where you pour a double shot of espresso into your cup of coffee. Yeah. Okay. Everyone so how scientific do you want to get with the temperature of your water, Rob? Temperature of water, I think quick frame of reference, as close to boiling as possible. 212 degrees, I believe, is boiling. Uh, ideally, you're at 205 degrees, which if you have an adjustable temperature uh, kettle, you can really control. But at, basically, as close to off-boil as possible is going to get you your best extraction. All right. That's a little contradictory to what I've heard in the past, so that's interesting to hear. So yeah, I, I've, I've heard like 180, like 185 to 190, something like that's kind of, it's any more than that. You could, I guess you can actually kind of like burn. For certain beer. coffees, if you're a type of like the, so like a washed Ethiopian coffee has a really nice floral nose to it. If you did like 190 degrees, 185, it would be less extraction. So some of those more subtle notes would come through for like this type of coffee, a Brazilian coffee, it's, it's chocolatey, it's nutty you would lose those properties of the coffee that you're looking for. So it's kind of dependent. If you like something a little bit lighter, if you want it to be almost like tea-like in body, as you go from 185 to 190 degrees, it's going to be closer to that versus something like this. You want to get the full body, the richness of the chocolate notes, the, the that peanutty aroma and flavor to come through. You want to go closer to boil because it's going to get higher extraction. I'm going to do this one for you guys. All right. I'm not, I didn't put any syrup in it. There's no milk in it. I'm just going to drink the black. My life. I did this. I did the same. I tried it first. I wanted to see what it tastes like. And that's the classic really Joe. We have the two beans. We have classic Joe. And then we have the SOB espresso. And I would say 90% of what we've sold so far is the classic Joe. Can you explain the difference? Yeah. So the uh, SOB espresso, a classic espresso roast is going to have a portion of it roasted darker. So that's going to be for somebody that is looking for a darker roast. We recommend the espresso for someone that wants something medium balanced. I call the classic Joe, the cloud, uh, crowd pleaser, because it's got that classic coffee profile to it, but without the bitterness, I think that's why the classic Joe's been so popular. All right. So I'll say this for a black coffee. This is one of the best that I've had. <laughs> I'm, I'm a snob when it comes it's to very good. I am such a snob and I've never used this pour over before, which is, crazy because I'm a coffee snob. I like my cream froth. I like my coffee strong. I like that now that I know if I grind it a little bit more fine, it'll be stronger. This is really good. Like really yeah. good. I'm like, I think Javier said something about his Keurig. I have an espresso. So I was grinding it up and putting it in an espresso pod and I bought those tops, but it doesn't even, that doesn't even do it any justice. Yeah. This is the so, way to do it, folks. So, so these, these pods are great. If you have a Keurig and you're trying to get the best cup of coffee out of a Keurig, these are good, especially if used as fine of a grind as possible. So you're getting as much, much extraction. Oh, but the little you know, inserts. Like a, <laughs> these are, yeah. Those are just like little reusable K-cups is what yeah. they are. If you just oh. search reusable K-cups, they're, they're pretty popular. And they yeah. save a lot of waste, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I've never seen that before. Oh, I, I use one. I've had it before, and I wow. have one an espresso, yeah. too. Yeah. Although I need to get one. That's cool. Yeah. So the reason Keurig... The reason the cups don't come out quite as good, even if you're using great coffee, is I referred to extraction. So Keurig, why it is great is it's super convenient and fast. 
But basically what a Keurig does is it's pushing water through this hole and it's very quickly filtering through that coffee. It doesn't have a lot of time where the hot water is being exposed to that cup. So you might notice the full flavor doesn't seem to come through. It's uh, Keurig coffee seems to be a little bit thinner. That's because it doesn't have enough time with the coffee to make it a perfect cup. But again, I don't want to be snobby about coffee. If somebody goes, I want to do Keurig, I go, my goal then is to make sure your Keurig is tasting the best. If, uh, you cannot deny the convenience of it in the morning. It's very easy. But if you're going to do it, again, if you use better coffee, it's going to taste better. Hey, so I, I didn't want to forget to bring this up because I want to make sure that from the distributor side, we know like how to utilize Logo Jojo, right? So the coffee is amazing. How, how do we like, how would I integrate this into a, a project? Is this something that you guys can get the pieces to a vendor, um, you know, for kidding or is, you know, can we combine it with items? Like what, what have you seen and how have you seen it? Yeah, you know, I've noticed that there really is not a ton of great um, coffee brewing items that are out there. Um, Hirsch has great stuff. G Gemline has great stuff. Um, Hirsch has Bodum. This Gemline mug, this is Gemline that has um, the pour over cone that comes with it. The one that we've been using, that's this a Gemline nice. item. Really and so nice. hopefully, hopefully the industry starts to, um, you know, pay more attention to craft coffee and have gift items to to match with it but you know what we've done we can um drop ship to any supplier and we've done a lot of um projects mm. where they're um kidding it with drop ship it to the supplier and we kid it with like high-end drinkware or you know mirror or corksicle or um you know the bottom items that hirsch has there's i mean there's you know i don't have to talk about drinkware there's enough drinkware right, there. right. <laughs> one thing that i i always like to bring up is that people i don't think they think about books often enough and i'm not to plug the book company but oh, you, know, book you, company, can, yeah. you can you can take coffee and um kit it with a book and you can come up with any theme you could possibly mm -hmm. imagine with you know, having a cup of coffee while you're reading a book. And so if it's a self-improvement or it's, you know, gardening or whatever, you can come up with some really great themes. Yeah. And the thing you know, is inter it's interesting. We did a pre uh, campaign not too long ago where we actually printed um, like recipes on a mug. Um, so that way they could try different things with different coffee oh, grounds, nice. but, yeah. but we didn't have a, a resource for the coffee. So we actually just found a local group and, and bought it, but there, you, there we are. Now yeah. we've got, that in our industry, which is awesome. And, and the cool thing that I like about coffee is if you've got like a message or something you're trying to get to your customer, to your employees, to the people you're working with, most people's morning daily ritual, one of the first things they do is make a cup of coffee. That's true. So if yeah. you've got a label with a message, with a, a company that you're trying to send, there's not many ways to be like, I know that if I send them coffee, I'm going to be one of the first things they think about or am reminded of for the length of this coffee. So this is enough coffee to last about yeah. a week. So first thing in the morning for a full week, it's a great way to get a message across. 12 ounce bag can last three to four weeks. Yeah, that's a good point too, because most edible items um, or consumables are kind of one-time use and one done, done, where yeah. coffee so you, is gonna you last You unwrap a, a chocolate yeah. bar, eat it, you go, that was good. The next day you're probably not gonna be thinking about what was the logo or what was the message on that chocolate bar. But with mm -hmm. this, it's sitting there right on your counter, the first thing you encounter each morning. Yeah, that's great. I will say that um, I love what you just said about it being the first thing that you see when you wake up in the morning, because we actually used you guys for the sleep in for good campaign. And we sent a pack to all sure. the 
the champions and and uh, it was so neat it was really neat to be able to do that it was made for a great case um, case study for fundraising for you guys so well and we do um we do grind the coffee you know there we realize that not everybody's a real coffee snob so if you want to we'll grind it but we we offer it whole bean and prefer it whole bean just because it stays fresher longer and the experience and the smell is just better if you can grind it right before you brew it yeah. morning advertising <laughs> we are inventing words now yeah <laughs> i know by 2 p.m anything that's communicated to me might as well go in one ear out the other if i don't write it down i forget first four hours of the day i tend to remember a little bit more so it's kind of something to consider when you're thinking about a potential uh, advertising platform or trying to send across mm -hmm. a message yeah so what type of social media um are do you are, do you love um rob i see you a lot on tiktok where can your customers find you and follow you yeah, so Instagram and TikTok. I'm actually uh, I have a podcast that I do weekly. It's more Twin Cities food beverage focused, but uh, I've actually got one coming out this Sunday with uh, a, a TikToker that has just under a million followers. Uh, that is coffee specific, and if you're into TikTok, he had some incredible insights. Yeah. I realize I'm old now. He's 24. I'm 31, and he's like, yeah. Uh, he started telling me Thanks, things bro. like, oh, I'm I'm like digitally an adult now and uh but he has some great insights if you're into TikTok. but we are on TikTok at fall coffee uh instagram at logo jojo logo jojo craft coffee logo jojo craft coffee or at folly coffee uh she did just get a big time award for her social media presence i would recommend giving it a follow i don't know that i would advertise that to my friends as her son but uh <laughs> and from a business sense it is very effective and I will say that, you know, some of the stuff I do, I try to reflect Folly's brand because he's kind of a wild guy. I mean, if you follow him, he's like, we never know what he's going to do next. And he's been like that his entire life. And so, you know, the fact that I'm a boomer and I'm out there doing this stuff is because I've gotten the inspiration from watching him and trying to reflect that Folly isn't like every other, you know, a lot of coffee out there is pretty pretentious. And he's more of a, you know, grassroots, you know, like he's a bro, like you said. So um, I said, I look like a bro. Oh, I, be, okay. I have the interest of a picture with the look of a bro. But no, when it comes to social media, it's very hard to capture attention. So the way I think about it is if I put a picture of a latte, is that going to capture attention any more than any other copy account? So in my head, I go, I, I'm willing to make an ass of myself if it captures your attention. Exactly. And by the way, I'm gonna sneak in some coffee knowledge. So you're gonna hopefully get a laugh or be like, no, this is ridiculous. But meanwhile, sneaking in like, oh, I didn't know that about coffee. I didn't know what single origin was. I didn't know what pour order was or why it tastes better. Those are the types of things that I like, try to get across in our uh, Instagram and our TikTok. Love it. Thank well, you. in fact, we were just talking about this in a Ripple group yesterday that lifestyle images are almost all starting to look alike. You know, everybody wants lifestyle images, but some of them are like, I, do I need to see products lay, lying on a white background that look artsy, you know? And so to stand out, you know, we I've tried to, like I say, kind of do what he does. And Rob, I thought you weren't reading the comments. <laughs> we caught him. We caught him on that one. I don't even know what a bro is. I always say that um, he's a hipster and I'm nearing the age for hip replacement. So what could be more perfect, right? <laughs> wow, that was great. That was great. Oh, well, thank yeah, you guys so much. Yeah. We I, I will say this is definitely one of the one of the best uh, little kits or packages that, that, that I've received, at least. I, I don't know how you guys feel about it. Uh, yeah, it was but great. This, 
this was a great little uh, welcome gift, uh, you know, preparing for the show. Now I've got another way to brew my coffee. So are you guys uh, so, officially potheads now? I am yes. officially. Mogo Jojo potheads? Officially. Pothead. Stand yeah. Official. Okay. <laughs> I, I am official. fearing for my safety a little bit, Jeff. I don't know if you saw I, that, that threat that came through earlier. You did lock the door behind you, right? I did not. I'm a little worried. Um, so I guess the office is wanting the coffee. Oh, well, you so have to oh, over 110%. I know we're wrapping up here, but I just want to say I'm proud of everybody. Nobody burned themselves. There were no catastrophic uh, computer failures from hot water being spilled on them. So I'd say for a first cup of pour over, this is a major win. I'll take, I'll it. take it. Awesome. <laughs> I, I mean, and there we'll, was water we'll, on the we'll desk. Do samples, we'll do virtual. <laughs> a little, little bit of water on the desk. You know, samples, virtuals, reach out to me and... I, you know, I've got videos, too, of Rob um, doing a demonstration on YouTube oh, cool. that I can send links to. So just reach out to me if you need yeah. more information or anything. And but th yeah, thank Ellie, you so I much would, for I having would, us. Absolutely. Uh, Ellie, I would encourage you to put in the uh, to link the uh, video that you sent us uh, into the comments after the podcast as well. because It was very well done. I think you guys did a great so job good. on that video. Yeah, so good. Good. I and you guys get to see Folly Jeff, the other, the other. Jeff oh yeah, yeah. So you mean the video story. that explains our story, the one minute yes. video? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay, yes. I can. We're good. Well put together. Good. I loved it. Did Did you learn a lot, right. Meg? We're still gonna talk, right? Or I, I hate to go off camera because I'm not sure what he's gonna say to me. <laughs> That's a really cool vibe to leave with. Cheers, everybody. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Thank you again. Right. Well, if we need some more drinkware, Jeff. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, there's, there's probably a few places you could get it, but I mean, I, I would, I would say our good friends over at Tervis would be, uh, one, one good place you could turn to, uh, they've got a stainless line now as well. They added a stainless line to their well-established line already about two years ago. And, uh, with the goal of being better than the competition by utilizing state-of-the-art custom 360 degree UV printing, they're available in four different sizes. They've got a 12 ounce, 20 ounce, 30 ounce, and also a 24 ounce uh, water bottle. And now they've also got 24, 30, or 40 ounce wide mouth bottles. Uh, five year warranty on those guys. 18.8 copper lined, vacuum insulated. They keep your drinks hot for eight hours or cold for 24 hours. So go check them out at tervispromos.com and let them know that the uh, the industry insider sent you. Uh, do you guys have any other questions for Ellie or Rob before we uh, head out today? I don't know. <laughs> I talk to Ellie every day almost, so I, I'll just ask her. But <laughs> Rob, was I really will say the comment the comments were lit up, so uh, really this were. was a great well, episode. I might have really, done really... a little shameless self promotion prior to this. <laughs> we love it. We'll take it. I'm the queen of, of shameless self plugs, and they all yeah. know it, and I'm okay with Meg, it. Meg does that all the time. Don't feel bad. It's, I'm like, look at this beautiful box <laughs> craft shirt that I sell, or whatever. Oh, you know? <laughs> I think they carry this at S and S. <laughs> that's a that's a really nice shirt you're wearing there meg uh, hey, I, I people go you're always wearing folly stuff why are you doing that i go if i'm not willing to rep it all the time how can i expect anyone else to care yeah 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 exactly that'd be like a you know a a, a ford dealership owner going into his dealership driving a chevy you know yeah exactly yeah <laughs> All right. Well, fair enough. Well, I had a lot of fun today. Now that I've got my coffee, I feel a little bit better. Stephen, hopefully the headache has gone away. Uh, it's helping. It's definitely <laughs> going away. <laughs> well, you're about to get raided, so we'll, we'll see. They, they may end up beating you up a little bit. but We do do self-promo uh, too, Stephen. What's that? You, you guys might want to do some self-promos so everybody in the office oh. can try it. We Yeah, we'll be in touch. There's <laughs> some stuff we have in the works. That would be a good idea. 
All right, guys. Well, I really appreciate it. Ellie, Rob, thank you guys both so much for joining us and uh, for educating us a bit. And uh, definitely check out Logo Jojo if you haven't already. Uh, and everybody that commented, thank you so much. It was a really fun episode. We'll, uh, we'll see you next week. Take care, guys. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Promo Corners Industry Insider. For more great content from industry thought leaders, including podcasts, blogs, and videos, visit promocorner.com.